0: What you just heard was a sound effect of an air raid siren ringing out, um, and you're able to just grab that clip from anywhere on YouTube and apply it to whatever footage you would like to apply it to, and that therein is what this episode is all about, and that is fake footage, okay? So... We talk about the Russia invasion of Ukraine, okay? This is a little more of a serious uh, matter. I know I like to keep this a little light when we talk about uh, things that are happening, some of these counterfeited things, because they don't really have, you know, they have real-world application repercussions, more financially, but this is, uh, when we're talking about fake footage and we're talking about people using it to get views and people uh, manipulating the narrative and... And things like that. That's very important because we've got people's lives at stake. So I wanted to make sure that this one gets put out before some of the other episodes that I have, okay? So we're gonna be talking about fake footage, um, specifically of the Ukrainian Russian conflict right now, okay? So you've seen probably plenty of videos. It seems like it's spread a little bit more on TikTok because it's a lot easier to spread things via TikTok. versus Facebook and Twitter and uh, yada, yada, yada. So what we um, wanted to talk about today was uh, some of these videos um, in which when we talk about these videos, we can then apply the the information that we know about these videos to maybe some of the other stuff that's going to be coming out quicker and quicker and quicker so we can be a little more skeptical about some of these videos coming out because when we do, and this is what makes it valuable, you know, we always talk about what makes... What makes things valuable enough for somebody to want to counterfeit them? So, what makes this valuable is there's the online cloud. Okay, I think a lot of people um, in this instance are going to be putting out um, very, very shocking uh, videos. Uh, whether it is a video recorded years ago, where just with some planes flying over, maybe not, maybe some monolithic video or. Uh, Buildings, so it looks like Ukraine, uh, dark sky, so it looks, you know, scary and just crazy outside. So what people, I feel like, are doing is, you know, they're putting these as baiting videos so it shows up in the algorithm. Then um, people are going to follow these uh, pages or uh, personalities or whatever. They're going to follow, 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 follow to get more of these videos and for one, that pushes up the algorithm. So then that video gets watched more. Um, and obviously when something's watched more, people start to believe it a little more. There's just like this innate thing inside of us where we see something, you know, we see a lot of people in line somewhere. We're like, that place must be good. Okay. So... That, um that's important because I think people are putting these videos out really just to get clout and they're going to delete them eventually, but the followers are still going to remain, but they're not going to have that stain on their account. So this is why it's important that we look at this um, from a realistic point of view and we are not, we're not just buying into everything that's out there. This is not something new, by the way. This is just a little easier now to get out. You know, there were there was so much propaganda back in the day, um, back in all the other world wars, uh, whether it was poster propaganda, radio propaganda, all this stuff was put out. This is a little more like wildfire because this is unfolding within days. You know, that used to be weeks, months, heck years. But um, now we're talking days. So people are putting out footage. Um, We're going to first talk about TikTok, though, and this is important because it's the easiest way to get away. Uh, from believing some of this stuff is the sound that's in the bottom left corner um, can be applied to many different videos. So if there's an original one, uh, if you're familiar with TikTok, this is going to make a lot more sense. So you can reuse a sound on many different videos. Okay. So if a video has just one sound to it and nobody else has used it, it's pretty likely that that's an original, okay, at least original in its own right. But a lot of people, what they're doing is just recording, you know, a laborious breathing and running, uh, you know, in a open field, okay, and they're applying a war sound to it and saying, you know, pray for us or, you know, we're in Ukraine, you know, help us, even though maybe they're not there. And But it's an easy way to jump up your views, but it's also misleading and dangerous because, there are people's perceptions being cultivated with every video, with every mention, everything out there. So it's it's very important to at least utilize that when you're on TikTok is, all right, well, this sound sounds, you know, good and all, but let's click on it. Oh, it's applied to 50,000 videos. Okay. Well, it's probably not real because it's, how can there be a similar so- sound to 50,000 different videos? It doesn't make sense. Okay. So that's important, and I think um, that's a good way to start, okay? But we are seeing some news media picking up some of these fake things. So we, we saw a, a video of a military jet, okay, um, which is apparently historical footage, okay? But it was captioned as live video of the uh, situation in Ukraine where there's, like, a formation, a V formation going over these videos, okay? But it was just re-upped, and they said, okay, this is happening now, okay? Because of the persuasive persuasive per, potential, and people aren't going to think that this stuff's being, you know, faked. Like, oh, my gosh, why would somebody do this? Well, trust me, it's being done, okay? You know, we talk about all this fake stuff. I mean, that can be applied to any of that stuff where it's like, why would they do that? Well, they do it, and there's plenty of people that are going to do it because... When somebody else does it and somebody says, well, what's the harm in that? I should do it too because all these people are getting these great follows and likes and views and online affirmation and all this kind of stuff. It's d- attention grabbing, you know? So it is misleading and it's dangerous, okay? So there's a lot of people um, that are either using it for politically or economically motivated. You can, you can look more into that when you look onto like how Russia handling this. Obviously, they don't want to be in a bad light. So a lot of people in the news over in Russia are mischaracterizing some videos. We'll talk about that. Whether it's Ukrainians running towards them, there's a couple videos that. And they just kind of stage it to make it look like they're fleeing for their lives and they don't know how to defend themselves. But then we hear online saying, oh my gosh, well... um, you know, the the leader of Ukraine is standing up and all these people are fighting and, you know, they're they're arming the citizens and, you know, we see more of that versus the opposition. So you can just assume that, okay, well, that's wrong about them fleeing, you know, for their lives and stuff like that. So disinformation campaigns aim to distract us, confuse, manipulate, and sow division, discord, and uncertainty in this community. And I kind of knew this coming into any new war that was going to come on. I I'd thought, man... This is going to be some of the easiest stuff to hopefully squanch, you know. Is It's going to be one of the quickest wars because all this stuff gets put out in real time. And you get – there's just this human empathy that overcomes us when we see this stuff. We want to help out, okay. We want to um, – and, and you've seen this in the last, gosh, no, two days. It's crazy. though. People were moving Russian vodka. People um, pushing – uh, for banning UPS and FedEx deliveries, you know, that's that's happening, sanctions, all this stuff. I mean, you are really this just isn't the day and age to do war this kind of way. It needs to be more of a diplomatic approach, but we can talk about that later. We are we're here to talk about the fake content right now. So What are some of the most common fake techniques when we're talking about videos or photos, okay? So using an existing photo or video and claiming it came from a different time or place is one of the most common forms of misinformation in this context, okay? This requires no special software or technical skills. You could do this from your phone, okay? Just a willingness to upload an old video of a missile attack or other arresting um, image and describe it as new footage. And you, you can always see that it's always the grainy footage too because, for one, that means it's been, it's been passed on uh, a lot because everything kind of loses its uh, quality as it gets uploaded, downloaded, uploaded, downloaded, uploaded, downloaded. That's why you'll see a lot of these. And why you should be a little worrisome is because, you know, people can take pictures of monkeys at the zoo in 4K, but, you know, when something important happens, it ends up being grainy. It's basically that just shows... Um, that uh, it's probably fake because you know a lot of people don't have flip phones anymore, and a lot of people aren't uploading it from their flip phones. Most p- cameras that have the ability to upload are going to be like 4K cameras, so kind of something to look at there uh, with images and videos. Okay, so another low tech option is to stage or pose actions or events and present them as reality. Okay, this was the case with a destroyed vehicle that Russia claimed were um, bombed by Ukraine. Okay, so if you if you look at some of this stuff, look up Russian, um, claiming that, uh, some of their vehicles were bombed by Ukraine. If we, if we revert, reverse image search and, and if it's a video, you, I think there's some websites out there that, that can actually take video, but what you just do is you screenshot part of it and then upload it to, um, one of those reverse, like tiny eye, I think is what it is where you reverse image search. And then you can see where the original video came from and it's probably years and years and years ago. Okay. So that, that's another thing is uh, presenting them as reality, which is dangerous as well, because you can manipulate the narrative, which is what they did. So using a particular lens or vantage point can also change how a scene looks and can be used to uh, deceive. So a tight shot of people, for example, can make it hard to gauge how many were in a crowd compared with an aerial shot. Or if they're on the ground and maybe only some people are running and that's all you grab, everybody was running, okay? So that's important is... How tight is this shot? So taking things further still, okay? Photoshop or equivalent software can be used to add or remove people um, or objects from a scene or to crop elements out from a photograph. So um, an example of an object addition um, was this. It looked like there was a backhoe kind of added in, which they did a pretty good job, I'll give you that. But um, it looks like um, it It purports to show construction machinery out uh, of a kindergarten in eastern Ukraine, okay? So the satirical text that accompanied it um, jokes about the caliber of the construction machinery, okay? So the author suggests that reports of damage to buildings from military ordinances uh, were exaggerated or untrue. So... It's kind of an interesting one, and I'm not sure I can really wrap my head totally around it, because it looks like it purports to show construction machinery outside a kindergarten in eastern Ukraine. And it's got some text in it that uh, looks looks Russian, but it looks like it's kind of making fun of how bad the machinery is. I'm not sure. Okay, so... When we do look at it, it shows that it's digitally altered. Um, You can clearly tell that the shadows um, on it. If you do want to look this up, just look up um, Ukrainian kindergarten construction machinery, and you can kind of see the picture of it. Looks like it was shared on Twitter initially. So um, this tweet could be sent as an attempt to downplay. Here we go. Okay, so this is the actual reasoning. So this tweet could be sent are seen as an attempt to downplay the extent of damage resulting from a Russian-backed missile attack and in a wider context to create confusion and doubt as the veracity of other images emerging from a conflict zone. I feel like that's a very interesting take on that, and I don't know if it's uh, as, uh, I don't know, widespread as maybe they believe it was. But um, anyways, it's a good way to determine, and a great example of somebody who— took the time to digitally alter something to change a narrative. Okay. So what is being done about all of this? Okay. Well, that, that kind of falls on us. So as much as they can quickly remove this, two videos are going to take its place. Okay. It's the Hydra effect of fake footage and fake news. So What's being done about? European organizations such as the Bellingcat, okay, have become compiling lists of dubious social media claims about the Russia-Ukraine conflict and debunking them when necessary. So journalists and fact checkers are also working to verify content and raise awareness of known fakes. It's kind of what I'm trying to do here is just so you're aware that there are fakes out there is going to put you on edge and a little more skepticism um, when you're browsing. So large, well-resourced... News outlets such as BBC are also calling out this misinformation. I think it's important for them to take everything, put it out there, and then say, this is why it's fake. Not just say that it's fake, because there's plenty of that going around, but why it's fake. Break it down, okay? Which actually, I feel like um, the perfect person for this, if you're uh, familiar with Captain Disillusion on YouTube, this would be putting his uh, work to great... um, Valor, I would say, because he goes through uh, fake footage all the time and shows how things are fake. So if you're listening to this, get on it. I think that's a great use of your talents. That's amazing. Okay. So um, they also started social media platforms also adding new labels to identify state-run media or organizations or provide more background information about sources or uh, people in the networks who also share a particular story. Okay. So they, I believe they're also tweaking algorithms um, to change that, uh, con- that content isn't amplified and uh, have hired staff to spot or flag misleading content. So as quickly as it does come up, it does get a little bit of squanching to it, which is great. It's great to see people take the effort. That's the real stuff out there. You know, it's one thing to put, I stand with Ukraine. That's great because, you know, you're thinking of them. You're, putting, you're spreading awareness out there. But if you really want to get in here, start flagging some of this stuff. Take the information that I'm giving you right now. Analyze some of the videos that are going on out there that could be resulted as misleading, mischaracterized. Flag those baby, okay? So that's amazing, okay? So there's a Telegram post out there that claims um, Polish-speaking saboteurs attacked a sewage facility in an attempt to place a tank of chlorine for a false flag attack, okay? Okay. This is an example of how we can examine metadata. So this is what we personally can do about this, okay? So the video's metadata, which is the code line or some of the, more of the DNA of the actual video itself. Um, So you can always right-click on it, um, examine or inspect, and some of the, a screen will pop up at the bottom of your thing. If you're on like um, any Windows or Google, Chrome, it'll pop up and it'll show some of the metadata in there so this is the stuff that the author put into the actual video itself the dna structure um in order to upload it and name it so the details about how and when the video were created show it was filmed days before the alleged date of the incident so that's important because right then and there the digital fingerprint solved a crime okay so you can check the metadata for yourself um which I showed you. I was just telling you how to do that quickly, but you can download the file and use software such as Adobe Photoshop or Bridge to examine it. Okay, there are there are online metadata viewers also um, that allow you to check uh, by using the image web link. Okay, so kind of interesting. Uh, there are some social media platforms that strip the metadata from photos and videos when they are up because um, it basically adds a ton of. Uh, string data, and a ton of storage. So we wouldn't be able to upload as much if there was all that metadata, you know, in the background. A a simple image, you know, just if you're interested in metadata stuff, can be a gigabyte because there's stored image data behind it. That's how some things, information gets passed along, which is kind of cool. So consult a fact-checking resource. This is something we can do too. So organizations uh, such as the Australian Associated Press, RMIT, um, agents France Presse, AFP, and Bellingcat maintain lists of fact checks their team have performed. So the AFP have already debunked a video complaining, uh, claiming to show an explosion from the current conflict in Ukraine as being from the 2020 port disaster in Peru. So that one was very important. And I feel like that one was a little more clear since uh, it was almost nuclear in uh, an explosion. So... That one was clearly, I think, uh, misleading. But the the war torn videos, um, the tanks rolling in, I think these are important because you don't want to push the narrative narrative past its truth. I don't think it's 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 very dangerous because if you're, let's say, you live in a city. And suddenly you're seeing footage of your village with tanks coming through. Oh my gosh, what the heck? I'm, I mean, this that's my road. And you look outside and you're like, oh, okay, there's no tanks here. What is going on? And you're kind of confused and, you, and you're wondering what's reality and what's not. So that's why it's important. So search more broadly, okay? If old content has been recycled and repurposed, you may be able to find the same footage used elsewhere. So you can use Google Images or TinEye that's, I guess it was tiny eyes, what I was thinking it's tin eye to reverse image search a picture So we talked about that one. Um, but be aware that simple edits, such as reversing, uh, the left, right orientation of an image can fool search engines and, uh, make them think that the flipped image is new. So heck, if you don't see it the first time, flip that baby the other way around, upload it and see what happens. Okay. So look for inconsistencies. This is another one. So Does the purported time of day match the direction of light you would expect um, at this time, for example? So do watches or clocks visibly in the image correspond to the alleged timeline claim? These are like you're sleuthing at this point. So Forrest Rogers on Twitter, this was a pretty cool one. So Putin uh, convened an unscheduled meeting with his security council in Moscow on Monday. The meeting was broadcast at 5 p.m., but what time was it really held? And he says, he goes forward, let's look at some participant watches, okay? So, Sergio Sorgu and Sergei Lavrov prep at 11.45. So, that just shows you um, the time frame, okay? That was at 11.45 versus uh, the broadcast was at 5 p.m. So, it shows you the time lapse and the misinformation, okay? But um, that's kind of some... Uh, crazy sleuthing that might be saved for some of the people who uh, that's their job all day is to kind of look like look at that stuff Um, and I mean really really look at it that is like uh, some elementary kind of style stuff some Sherlocking in the digital world but we need those sleuths we need those people online so uh, last but not least, ask yourself some simple questions. Okay, do you know where, when, or why the video was uh, video or photo was made? Do you know who made it and whether what you're looking at is the original version? Okay, so we talked about this. We talked about if something is a little um, blurry and just looks bad, like consider the time frame. Was it shot live? Was it shot now? You know for a fact that um, it's four. It should be four K. It should be 1080. It should be heck. Four eighty, you know, like some something that's still clear, just not you know crystal, but it should not look like the first Bigfoot sighting, okay? Because with everything that comes around blurry, there becomes, um, you know, people can't use forensic software. Uh, and talking about that, there are online tools such as Invid or uh, Forensic Leak that can potentially help answer some of the questions. Okay, so that is. That is something that this is something I wanted to put out there because I definitely feel that it's important to know what is going on in the world and how we can um, help spread uh, truth and help, you know, suppress a lot of this misinformation out there um, because these are trying times. You know, this is one of the first kind of big conflicts within our social media world where information can get passed so quickly and everybody's out there to make a quick buck in the social platform world. Um, So yeah, just be wary guys, be safe. Um, and to our Ukrainian friends out there. Okay. Stay safe. Love ya. You know, you guys, uh, you know, keep fighting the fight. So Remember, with faked items, there are those who produce them, those who purchase them, and those that listen to this podcast. I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.